You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk with Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young on ESPN Radio 94.1. Hour one of the books, now time for hour two of 757 Saturday Sports Talk, and it's powered by Larry King Law. Engineer in action, you call 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D for Larry King with the coach Ed Young. I am Matthew Hatfield, and Ed, we've got ourselves a special guest. You know him from his days coaching high school football all across Hampton Roads. He's coached so many players on the next level. I mean, it's in the hundreds, I'm sure. He was at Ferguson High School, Warwick High School, Gloucester High School, most recently Lanstown High School in Virginia Beach, and he's also one of the brain children, if you will, of the 757 an all-star classic. He played in the NFL, actually WFL. He was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, was a star at Missouri, and he's now the new head football coach of the Denby Patriots. He's also been on the big screen with North Dallas 40 and Charlie's Angels. It's our pal, one of our favorites, Tommy Riemann. Coach, congrats. How you doing this morning? I'm fine, man. I'm doing good. Been a long time. <laughs> it has, but Ed predicted this when I think we had you on a couple years ago. He said, you know, Tommy Riemann's not leaving the game of football. I can promise you this, and he was dead right. And you know what? You you got pulled out of it with some old Denby legends, guys like your good friend Mike Tomlin, the coach of the Steelers, and Antoine Bethea, who played in the NFL, Denby alums. They said, we're not letting you go out of this game just yet. You know, they were the, uh, the major part of it because they kept saying to me, hey, look, let's let, let's change the culture. Let's change the culture of athletics and football at Denby, and it, it all just makes sense. Uh, from the Newport News community area, uh, the schools need that. Um, so I, so they kind of pumped me up a little bit. Tommy, Tommy, Ed Young here. Unbelievable. You're back on the sideline. My prediction came true. You couldn't stay away. Uh, but I, I'm more intrigued and interested. Charlie's Angels? <laughs> Charlie, Tommy Riemann with Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Hey, we, hey, hey, look. In the 70s, they were gorgeous, and they would be gorgeous today. <laughs> Man, they're gorgeous 24-7. And I'm going to have to find out. I'm going to have to find out uh, uh, some Tommy Riemann stories with Charlie's Angels. I'm sure there's something that we're not allowed to say on air, so I'll have to do well, it and my investigators get on it. Well, bless your heart. That's true, and that that they that film career that I had for eight years, I kind of used it throughout my entire teaching career because, you know, you talk to kids and you say, get in front of that camera. You get in. I used to tell Michael Vick all the time, go in the bathroom and look in the mirror and talk to yourself so you can learn how to present yourself publicly. And so it came from the Hollywood days, and I think of those days quite often. Thank you. Now, Tommy, I'm going to get on you now because us grizzled veterans stay together. But I'm going to get, I'm going to challenge you on this right here. I don't know if anybody's done this. Um, you stepped away from the game a little bit uh, for your for whatever reasons you want to do, and that's fine. Now you yeah. come back. Now we're we're we as as mother time is is undefeated. It, we're older, yeah. and now you step back into this, and we know it's a young man's game. We know yeah. it's youngsters we are coaching. Now you have been highly successful many places. But what did Tommy Riemann, what went through Tommy's Riemann head? I know Mike Tomlin and all these dudes were trying to get you, and that's tremendous, and they should. What mm-hmm. went through Tommy Riemann's head when he was by himself saying, okay, do I do I come back? Because you got to have the energy. You know what is involved. So 
I want to hear that process for my own education. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that, that's such a, uh, a serious analogy in a sense of, you know, what, what went into me making a decision. Uh, I still deal with, you know, students and activities, sports activities with the company City on My Chest, uh, which run by my son, Tommy Raymond Jr., and we happen to also, you know, just do basketball and football activity. And I and I missed it, uh, but at the same time, it was important to do. And looking at the students that I've left and they wanted to get back with, I have a lot to offer. And that means I can manage someone to even make them better. And that's from the coaching perspective or from the player student perspective. And so I was surround myself and I promised myself I would surround myself with some of the, the top young young enthusiasts, students, athletes from the area to help me manage and do that for the community of Denby, which, you know, these students need to see a new change of direction, energy all of those most powerful things that you and I know goes into making a decision like this, but then having the energy and the the teaching to go along with it. I have all of that. It's just that I also have a, a core of young coaches that I'm assembling, and it starts with Tommy Ringman Jr. And so uh, we will have a community team of effort uh, from the coaching perspective well i mean it's, it's it's a good point and again and i needed to hear that from you because a lot of times as we get older in the coaching business we understand what it involves when we're youngsters and whippersnappers out there in the, uh, the coaching fields and courts we we think we got all this knowledge we got our libraries and we, we got practice plans with 77 drills in them and we're showing the yeah. world we can coach and sometimes we miss the point it, it's not about us showing we can coach are we getting through to the youngsters who we are coaching, it can get out of our head into their bodies to do what we want. And as we grow older, we, we drop away from a lot of those drills and whatever. We start singling on the individual person. We don't need coaching accolades, trophies, coach of the year stuff that when we're younger coaches, we chase. We want to be able to make sure those youngsters, okay, are they running the plays right? Are they playing together? Are there, then we, we got to look at, make sure their academics are straight. Are they, are they being the right type of person they need to be? There's What we have to do, what's entrusted us as coaches for 20 cents an hour is extremely important in so many people's and kids' lives. People miss the boat on that. They want to scream at us because we lose a game or whatever, or you don't know what you're doing. You're playing, man, you should be in the zone, or well, what, what are you running the ball for when you got a throwing quarterback? But they, don't yeah. they really don't understand. Yeah. And my point to that is, as veteran coaches, we see that. And yeah. we, we make sure that that has to get done. It doesn't matter if we're 30 years old or 90 years old as long as it gets done. Yeah. yeah. And that's important. And, and there's no doubt comes down to what I would be doing to um, try to win over the support of, of all that is involved, all of the people that's involved with this kind of a transaction. You know, this, this is a major challenge and I'm very excited about it but I have the people's support group of guys and people 
that wants to uh, change the image and, and culture at Denby High School. We're talking with the new head football coach of the Denby Patriots, Tommy Riemann. He's no stranger to the area because you know him from his days tutoring quarterbacks that went on to the NFL like Michael Vick and Aaron Brooks, and he most recently led Lanstone to a regional championship game appearance back in 2017. He's our guest here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on ESPN Radio 94.1. And, Coach, you mentioned your son, Tommy Jr., and all the great things he's doing with City on My Chest. How important was that piece, having him involved with you? I know he's been around Mike Tomlin and people in NFL college football circles, but having that community presence with him and people from Newport News with you as you get back into this. Well, it's critical. I mean, you know, you always want to love the, your coaches and your people that that are going to going to battle with you. But he's he's my uh, blood child, and I've I've watched him grow, and and he's a coach in in his own right. Uh, he's a business guy, and so with having him and some of the colleagues, uh, you know, one of the other coaches is. Dave Wofford from Hampton, who went on to, you know, Hampton University, specifically quarterback from Hampton High School. And, mm-hmm. and, and Melvin Massey uh, played for me. I sent him to Virginia, and he's a lineman. And so I got some uh, some guys to go with Tommy Riemann Jr. and myself. And, you know, we're going we, we're gonna to introduce what it's about to these student athletes and students uh, to make them better at the game of football, but yet be able to qualify to go on to college, which is also a major objective of the program that I will be involved in. Coach, I imagine there were elements of it that you did not miss, and I'm sure Ed will follow up with you on this because you guys can talk about so many wins and stories here that will probably take us past the time we're off the air. But what parts did you miss and how much did you miss it not coaching the last couple of years? Uh, well, you know, I, I, not much. I mean, I've been out the game for a year or less, you know, so I kind of monitored it. And then what happened, uh, the city on my chest, you know, we went to all the games and really to set up, uh, the all-star game, which, uh, you know, is tackling, you know, it, it's, it's a legitimate, uh, physical game, but we, uh, it, it sent me on the road to watch other teams play. So I didn't miss no football each week. And then on the other side of what I was doing that relates to what I'm doing, I was on the road in the car. Nobody paid for my gas, but I drove on the interstate 75, 95, 85, and 40, going to all of these major colleges, campuses, to visit with college coaches who I wanted to come to the game itself and to watch our children produce and play in the All-Star game or recruiting. And so when you say get away from the game, I really wasn't. I was just doing the things that excited me. And, uh, you know, that that's what's important to all of this. If I don't coach a game to win a football game, I'm going to still recruit for that kid or that student or that school student's to help them better their life. And so those are things that come right out of my life. And I don't, I didn't miss it, nor did I, uh, you know, slack up on it. The thing about it, working for that year, but I was on the road trying to help some kids the future. And, and let me preface for people out there that don't know Tommy, when he said he was 
um, going uh, 85, 95, 40. He was on the interstate. He was not driving that fast, people. Tommy, Tommy is not going to break speed limits. Yeah. See, I, hey, nothing gets by me, Tommy. Nothing gets by me as veteran coaches. So, But you got people out there thinking, man, I don't want my kid playing with his knucklehead. He goes 85 mile an hour on the road. He, I don't want my kid driving with him. That would be you, Ed. That would not be him. That would be you breaking the speed yeah, limits. That would there. be me, Tommy. That would be me. <laughs> Bless you. All right. You're so right. You're so right. But not, Tommy. And, I miss talking to you guys, man. I miss talking to you. Thank you. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, that's good. I mean, like I said, we, we, we're we in the business because we're not getting, not because of the money. Um, we we like doing it. And there's there's certain th- aspects of the job we don't like on the high school level, but you have to do them. And we have to do them within the framework. And somebody like yourself has been so successful on so many accounts, so many levels, helped so many kids that we'll never really hear about. If I always say this, you know, I'm about to get 500 wins. Hopefully, if we we don't keep messing it up or I keep getting in the way, and somebody asked me the other day, Coach, what's it mean to you? And I said, Number one, I've been around a long time. You you know how many games you have to coach to get 500 wins when some coaches don't even last 500 games? I said, But the biggest thing it was is so many people, players number one, assistant coaches number two, who worked their butts off, who made me look good managers who did all the dirty work, even though we still have to do the dirty work. Um, and I put in there principals and athletic directors when they hired me, let me be me to run the program that I think needs to be done. Cause that doesn't happen a lot of places. And I've been blessed to have people that say, okay, he's a little nutsy, but I'll tell you what, he knows his job. These kids are going to be in better hands and, and I ain't perfect, but I'm many times I tell people, but I'm perfect for this position. And that's how I'll, I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. Great, great, yeah. And you're I the same way, Tommy. You're that same way. I'm, and like I said, I'm I'm tickled that you're back out on on that court. There's going to be these youngsters that are going to now they're going to scratch your head a few times when you give them some Tommy Reisms, Remanisms yeah. out there. But that's why you hired the younger staff so they can explain it to the youngsters. That's right. Because I tell you what, coming back and most people that see me, I got the ball head anyway. <laughs> So I, I'm 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 up in age too, but I, I wear a ball head anyway, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> well, hey, once a youngster now now Tommy, when you get and of course you never really left it, but you got and Matt always tells me this: you got to understand Twitter, TikTok, uh, what else out these kids do, and once That's they true, see a couple man. Tommy Reeman dance floor moves, they'll be all right. They'll understand what Tommy what they're getting in. There you go. That is so true, man. That, that's so true. Now, Tommy, you can't wear the big fl- fluffy collar shirts no more and the big thick high heel shoes when you get on the dance floor back in your day. You, I, hey, I got no, some pictures. At, at, I got some pictures I can release at University of Missouri that these people oh, would be floored. Oh, uh, you, 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 you make me want to cry now because I was out there this year for a 50th reunion. Were you really? Yeah, we had one. Uh, they played uh, – Kentucky, uh, and uh, it was just wonderful to be with those guys at the University of Missouri, and and also I went on to Kansas City Chiefs reunion too, because uh, I played there for a while. So yeah, so uh, but you, it, it's it's nice to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> well, last piece for me, Coach, uh, and it's funny you Ed brought up the ads and the principals and managers, people that were, you know, and players. You guys could tell stories for the last one for me or all day here. But I know you've got to be thrilled 
and so proud at Marcus Johnson Williams, who's the AD at Denby, who was a coach, player. I mean, you know him so well, and he's trying to get things back up and going at Denby, not just in football, but all athletic programs over there. You know what, Matt? I'm so proud of him, and, and, and I hope he don't hear this, but he is my child. Blood got nothing to do with it. He is the most wonderful young man, but he comes from a long list of young men that I've come in contact with, and he is so special. And he will be the, my athletic director. He will be the first one that I'm going to really be sensitive to and do everything they want. I'm so proud of him to get the job because he's a business guy on top of a great high school coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, great coach. And uh, so I'm, I'm proud to be around him, but he's, I call him one of my children. So thank you. That's so awesome. Well, the game of football is always better when Tommy Riemann's around it, and he's going to be the new head football coach of the Denby Patriots. We look forward to following your program and all the progress and success, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Thank you, Matt. God bless, Ed. Hey, I miss you guys. Well, you're back now. You're back now, so we'll have better interactions because the the Tommy Re- the new Tommy Reeman stories are about to happen. Yeah, <laughs> listen, Coach, he's going to come down the side on one of these Thursday night or Saturday games and, and tell you what play to run on third and six. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy, Tommy, third Tommy, six, Tommy, uh, <laughs> Tommy, fourth, fourth, yeah. and, fourth, fourth and inches, run the flea flicker. I'm telling you, it works every time. <laughs> hey, I, let me get to the field first. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Take care, God Coach. You, Take care. That is the one and only yes. Tommy Riemann here with us on 757 Saturday Sports Talk. We were just talking about this with Philip Sims at last hour. I mean, Denby has been a really, really rough situation the last couple of years in football. But, you know, Tommy's surrounding him with surrounding himself with a lot of people. You mentioned his son. You've got Marcus Johnson-Williams, AD there. They don't plan to go in this half effort. They're going to put, I think, a lot of their blood, sweat, and tears, and we'll see the peninsula's unforgiving at times when you have Phoebus on top. Hampton's been on top for many years. But I don't think they'll be the doormat that they've been, certainly. That's for sure. Well, I think it'll take a little longer at Denby. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the, the great unknown. The transfer portal. Yeah. The high school transfer portal. Yeah. If kids move around like they do and, and Tommy's able to get some people in there, it could be quicker than later. Um, and it's interesting. That we had two two special guests on top. Uh, Phil, a younger coach, mm-hmm. still somewhat at the beginning of his career, though he's been at it. Two mega hires here in about a span of two and, weeks. And Tommy, much, much older. And very different styles with the end result being the same what they want to do. They want a max program that's going to be able to get to the state and win the doggone thing. That's why they're out there. Debbie has a little bit more to do. As you mentioned, you hear Tommy talking about community involvement. The face of the Denby program has not been what it needs to be. That used to be a very a proud very tradition-rich type program, as many of, of the uh, Peninsula District teams have been. And you mentioned it too, football and Peninsula District, boy, if you ain't ready night in, night out, you take some hits. Not that the beach is any less a stepbrother, so to speak. They're, they're there too. But um, it was two interesting hires and two guys whose background is somewhat different, but that end result is coming soon enough. Yeah, two teams that were uh, without wins, but they're going to try to get those wins here sooner than later. We'll take a timeout, come back. we got trivia, a couple more clips. Chance for you to hop in at 757-687-9494 and our NFL picks to close here on the program at 757 Saturday Sports Talk on ESPN Radio 94.1. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk with Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young on ESPN Radio 94.1. That's right. The final 757 Saturday Sports Talk for January 2023. Next week it'll be February. It'll be in a 
hour-and-a-half-long show. Virginia Preps Classic next week at Virginia Wesleyan. And uh, Matt Hatfield here with it, Coach Ed Young as well. Richie Somerville, other side of the glass. Right now, we're going to do a little trivia, and then you'll hear some high school hoop sound. Giving away uh, the book that David Drivers gave us a few copies we'll give away in the coming weeks. We'll do one today. Hoop Dreams in Europe, American basketball players building careers overseas. And there are some players from the Commonwealth, even a few from Hampton Roads, documented in this book that is 100 and, it looks like it's 17 pages long. So it's not one of those books that takes five years to read or, you know, five weeks to read. It's, so, uh, e- it's an easy read, and it's got some nice pictures. I know people like that. They like pictures. All right, so 757-687-9494 for that. And Ed has our trivia question, which he promises is not too hard today. Oh, I man, get the hard is, ones. It can't be any easier. You had to listen, though, to get it. All right. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give them an e- it's so easy. they got to answer one of these two. Just give me one an answer to two. one of these two. You oh, ready? Boy. Don't complicate things. We had some guests today. All right. If you listen, you're going to find out who is the all-time VHSL touchdown passing leader. Okay. And, or if you don't know that one. You don't know that one. What college did Tommy Riemann play for? <laughs> okay, so you're giving him two trivia questions in one. 757. Give me one answer out of the two. 757-687-9494. Either tell, us, either tell us what school Tommy Riemann played for in college or the all-time TD pass leader in VHSL history. Again, 757-687-9494. So, Rich, we'll get that for us. But first, you have uh, something from last night as well, right? Yeah, last night, uh, of course, Matt out on his, his trails of basketball was at a big one last night, a big rivalry. Maury knocked off Lake Taylor 47-41. Of course, after that game, Matt had a chance to talk with head coach for the Maury Commodores, Brandon Plummer, and let's see what they had to say here on ESPN Radio 94.1. With Morehead basketball coach Brandon Plummer, his Commodores win a tough one tonight at Lake Taylor, 47 to 41, 11 and 3 on the campaign in the rating scale games, coach. And uh, we know that 5B tournament's going to be a gauntlet next month. But uh, tell me about Lake Taylor. Much like your first meetings with Norview and them, it was down to the wire. This one went to the very finish. Early on, you were behind, but it felt like your defense and rebounding carried you in the end. Yeah, yeah, and that's what our main focus been been on uh, this past two weeks, uh, rebounding because we was we was lacking there and in and, and our toughness. And I challenged my guys, you know, through these past two weeks, you know, after that, that loss against Norview, we really had to go check ourselves. We had to look ourselves in the mirror and understand that we can be beat. <laughs> and we have to be a unit all the way through. And, you know, I fixed some things. You know, I had to, I had to scramble some things around. You know, um, had to sit some guys down and whatever I needed to do to get them to understand. If you can't play defense and rebound for us, you won't play. And I think, you know, the way they've been competing against each other in practice has taken us to another level. Well, you know this from your playing days when you were at Booker T. You go to Norview and they're hitting shots. They can be hard to beat. They can get really hot in that gym. But you had that game with Kingsford also in the MABC at Kempsville where you scored the first bucket. They scored 21 answers. You battled back in that game. Was it discouraging that you had that game after that where you thought maybe you'd have some momentum from playing tough and you guys had back-to-back losses? And in this region, you really can't do that and stay at the top seat, if you will? Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I let my guys know that. I said, you know, when we play against great quality teams, mm-hmm. you know, we can't fall behind like that. And we kept getting off to slow starts. And so I had to change my format of, you know, how we practice and how we come out. Uh, you know, those guys, they accepted the challenge. and But we know that we have to be able to compete and stay in the game. And we can't allow leads to happen mm-hmm. against good quality teams because you, you find yourself digging the hole and you can't get back. People will read and hear that Lake Taylor's big, but you see it up close and personal. Rodney Baines, Carmelo for them inside, Elijah Moss, Washington. I mean, you're a big guy in the second half. I imagine you challenged him at the break. Tyler Bell, he got a lot of key rebounds because they were beating it by 12 on the glass. Was it just a matter of going there and compete and 
no nonsense? What yeah. was kind of the message? Uh, the message was, you know, we knew we had to keep Elijah off the glass. Uh, we seen, you know, we knew what he had last game, you know, 28-17. He's a real big, you know, and, um, and I just told Tyler, you know, you just got to challenge him. You got to um, challenge him. I told my other bees we got to challenge um, Melo as well. Just keep, we guys got to be men tonight, mm-hmm. you know, because they're going to keep coming. They're not going to stop. That's what they do. So, you know, our main focus was keeping them off the glass. And it felt like you agitated them late. Send them to the foul line, beat us there. Don't get the easy lobs and dunks. And people know about your backcourt with Adrian Newton, sophomore point guard. They know about, uh, we just interviewed Casey Jones, a shooter for your top scorer from a season ago. MJ Pullum's been a breakout guy for you. I think it was 17 points tonight. What have you seen from him? Because I know you had some guys injured earlier this year. And he's been pretty consistent for the most part when you needed him to score a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with MJ, he was, he, he was our key piece that, you know, that I had to really – I ain't gonna say break, but I had to, you know, get into him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, MJ was battling. You know, I'm I'm a scorer, but you know, on my team, any of my teams in the past, you know, I don't just have no guy that's just a scorer. Mm-hmm. You gonna play defense and you got to rebound, and you know, and I challenged him on that as well. And he knew that if he wasn't doing that, you know, he was going. So as part of that, I mean, you know, kids can go out and go get 20, 25, but it's about doing it within the framework. Don't be efficient, and then the points will come if you do the other things. Just don't worry about your scoring total or. Yeah, yeah, we can't worry about no scoring total. That's, that ain't what we do. Yeah. You know, we, we worry about the win. That's all that matters to us right. to get the W. Right. Um, we don't care who put the ball in the hole as long as we win. And so, you know, MJ over the years with him, you know, his pass and playing AAU basketball, people allow him to do what he want to do. Nah, you can't do that here. It's discipline and structure here. And you'll get it in the Florida offense. You got Caden Parker back from injury as well. I know it's the son of former UVA and Maury standout Cornell Parker. He's had a couple of key games for you as well, and he's going to be important for you because I know this rotation you want to widen out, whether it be guys contributing starting bench. You want to have eight, nine guys that can play for you, can play off time, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, you know, with CJ, is you know, he's a he's a very great help, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and pushing CJ more and more, you know, since he's come back from his injury. Uh, he, he's getting back 100%, you know, so it's definitely going to help us out a lot. Get you on this one, Coach. Uh, what do you need to see as this team gets ready for the playoffs? Uh, I need to see them continue to challenge each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's up what I'm at, what I'm giving them and what I'm asking them, and, you know, and want to listen and take it in and understand that I'm only here to help you and make you better, a better ball player. Thanks so much. All the best. All right. That is Brandon Plummer after last night's win from Maury over Lake Titter on the road. It is 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on ESPN Radio 94.1 with the coach Ed Young. I am Matt Hatfield. And we now have Ed, uh, I think, on the line. We got that trivia question. We'll get to a couple of contestants in a moment. But uh, one of our friends who's been on as a guest before, he's former Hampton Crabber, great lineman and Virginia Tech Hokie. He's also got a son, by the way, who plays at Patriot High School in Noakesville, 6'6", junior wing forward. You can't have him. He's happy playing for Sherman Rivers. That is uh, Dwight Vick. His son is Isaiah, by the way, but Dwight with us. Good morning, Dwight. How you been? I'm great, man. How you doing? Doing well. What's up, Dwight? Hey, what's up, Ed? Hey, listen, man. I didn't. I know you guys get ready to talk hoops, and I'm I'm listening. I'm um, heading back to Nova, and I wanted to just chime in, man, and say, those were two phenomenal interviews and guests you had on Philip Sims. You know, I remember him at Oscar Smith, saw him at uh, UVA, and um, big fan of his, man. And, and I love what he was talking about, about it being bigger than football. And it's just great to have two great men uh, coming to coach high school in the 757 in the VHSL. Reeman, you know, I know personally, um, and I don't think he gets enough credit for being some of those great coaches in the Palencia District in the Golden Era when you had Bill D., Kurt Newsom, Mike Smith, um, hit, like Reeman, and so many other guys, um, you know, in that district when it was during the Golden Heyday, you know, in the late 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And um, he is critical in Aaron Brooks and, and, and my cousin's development 
not just for the high school level, but the collegiate and pro level. So I just want to say, man, those are great episodes, and I enjoyed them both, man. It just made my drive easier as I approached this 95 traffic. <laughs> well, we appreciate you calling in. You're always a great guest with us, and we love what you're doing with uh, your Victory Life series and the podcast and all that. And hopefully Ed and I get the chance, fingers crossed, maybe we'll get a chance to call your son in the state championship this year at the Siegel Center on the NFHS Network. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, man. Our fingers crossed, man. Keep up the great work. And that is, that is the plan. You know, high school sports, man, VHSL State Tournament and the regions are going to be great as always. But praying he can do it, man. They're off to a great start and they're having a great run right now. So I just appreciate all the coverage you both do. I just wanted to call in and say a great job, man. I'm listening. Absolutely. Thank you, Dwight. We'll get you on here soon as a guest again. Appreciate the call in. Maybe we'll see that matchup. Hayfield is uh, number one in the state, running state champs. Patriot, his son's team, is number two. Uh, We've got, I think, on the line there, uh, is it James and Franklin's going to join us here? He wants to play the trivia question. Uh, Good morning, James. You have an answer for one of Ed's two questions? I'm sure you do. Yes. I'll go with the Philip Sims. All right. BHSL passing leader there. That's correct. Let me ask you. You're a winner before we get your info. Are you a basketball fan now? He is. Yeah, I'm a little bit of everything. I like that. A little bit of everything. Okay. Well, look, you give, you're going to give Richie. Richie, uh, are we giving this? Are they coming in to get it, Richie? Do we have to send it to him? How do we How do we do the book? Well, let's see here. What's well, seeing as this is a thing, <laughs> you guys didn't exactly clear through me at the first. Um, maybe you have to give it to him. All right. You give okay. it to him, Ed. We could do that. He will drive to your house in Franklin, James. How about that? Ed will pay you a visit. Matter of fact, he, he might buy you a sandwich, too. Let's just make this all, get you a whole chicken sandwich meal. There you go. I like this idea. Uh, or I could pick it up at the ODU game, sir. All right. All right. You'll, Matt, Matt, Matt will have it for you. Oh, you can see Matt. He's been off on me. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it to you. You know, he knows how to find us. There you go. <laughs> James, you, you come to the Old Dominion game today? Oh, yes, sir. Okay, yeah, I'll be there. So just uh, you, come you find me You know where on, Matt's located, yeah, correct? Yeah, Press Row. Well, I'll get you the book. Yep. There you go. All right, James. Appreciate it. Love the show. Thank you, James. Thanks for listening and good job winning it. Good job, James. See how easy your questions are. When I ask questions, it takes like 18 people to get this. That's what I'm saying. You got to get stuff where we know they were listening. the first person. They get it right away. Easy. Yes. Easy. My dad did text him. Why don't Ed Ed ask? He said, Why doesn't Ed ask who his college roommate's name was? Then your reply to me was. Your dad's the only one who knows it. That's why I didn't ask it. I don't know. He'll text him if he knows. I don't know what the roommate's name was. Nobody knows a roommate except your dad. Your dad knows things you have no idea. You don't even know the question where your dad has the answers. Okay. If that I guess that's how it works. I mean if you now say Now he's so. quoting Roddy Piper. <laughs> they, oh listen, he loves quoting wrestling people, Richie. That's a definite for Ed. Roddy Piper and Harrison. Mean, you watch wrestling every money, don't you? I know you no, do. I, you used to. Used to. I okay. don't really have the time anymore and uh it's not as fun as it used to be. It's too I can tell you second per second what's gonna happen. I, I like suspense and it's not a suspenseful. It's not a suspenseful. It's not as suspenseful as my law and order, right? That's more suspenseful. I haven't seen a, I haven't watched Law oh, and Order terrible. ever in my life. Uh, listen, you're I like the little sound they make. The little what's that do to what Oh is the it? dun dun you like yeah, the dun dun. That, that's yeah. the only thing I remember on that I, law and order. And then I flipped the channel. All right. I don't watch T V much anymore. You don't watch T V? You, you watch college basketball and NBA though. I know you do. To be honest with you, it's a little bit less than I I just I don't find myself having the time to be honest and it's uh seem to be more on the go. And, of course, I'm going to watch hoops because I'm trying to learn stuff. Well, you're busier in season, out of season. Well, yeah. But, but if I watch it, it's to pick up on it. Um, a good comedy every once in a while to relieve the stress in my head uh, is good. Um, 
And, of course, back in the day, I used to love Saturday morning cartoons, but the cartoons they got nowadays scare me. <laughs> scare you? I scare me. I don't know what the heck these things are now that they are young, youngsters watch. I was going to ask what you're watching today, but you got a game tonight, so you won't be able to watch any of these Hopefully college basketball Okay, I'm going to watch the team that, that was not there last night. That's going to be first on All my right. head that uh, we try to knock off Warwick High School tonight. Uh, 5.30, anybody wants to come out there? Uh, there is a big basketball event over at Kings Fork, correct? There are the battle You will see Matt yeah, Hatfield uh, maybe uh, later. Maybe, maybe. We shall see. I, I've got a women's game to call first off here with Old Dominion later on today as they're at home trying to bounce back from the tough loss a couple days ago. If you want that battle line schedule real quickly while I, while I try to pull it up yeah, here? Yeah, some people might want to hear that. They may not, not know about it. Get a chance to look at yeah, it. We you, play 5.30, but not at, not at Kings not Fork. At Kings we are Fork. at Nansen River High yeah, School. Yeah, those want to know real quickly before we go to break here, the matchups that are at Kings Fork. And I'll tell you the Virginia Preps lineup because we were promising that earlier too real quickly. Uh, so the battle line today at Kings Fork, 1 o'clock. It's Deep Creek versus Hampton Boys. 2.30, Grassfield versus Green Run Boys. Nansen Suffolk Academy playing Kickatan Boys at 4 o'clock. Menchville puts its unbeaten record on the line against Meadowbrook of Richmond at 5.30. Then it's the Kings Fork Girls at 7 o'clock versus Northeastern, who I think is undefeated and number one ranked in North Carolina. Kings Fork Boys at 8.30 taking on Northeastern of North Carolina. And uh, your Virginia Preps Classic next Saturday, 14th annual at Virginia Wesleyan, will feature at 11 a.m. Kellum High School out of Virginia Beach playing Nansman Suffolk Academy. That's followed at 12.30 p.m. by uh, Western Branch playing Peninsula Catholic. 2 o'clock, Oscar Smith out of Chesapeake versus Washington Liberty, who won a tough game last night against George Marshall. Not John Marshall, but George Marshall, who was like 16-2. and two. So 2.30, or check that, 2 o'clock, Oscar Smith versus Washington Liberty. 3.30, Menchville versus W.T. Woodson. 5 o'clock, Lake Taylor versus Kickatan. 6.30, Green Run versus Catholic out of Virginia Beach. And your nightcap at 8 p.m. is Maury versus Cape Henry. Just $10 for adults for all seven games, $5 for kids ages 18 and under. And all the info you can find on virginiapreps.com and on Twitter at VA Preps Classic. You can save $2 if you reserve your ticket uh, in advance. So that's next Saturday at Virginia Wesleyan. So there you have Heck of a lineup again, Matt. i got to give you credit. So, well, it's really our first full day. We had one last year that was uh, limited due to uh, crowd because of COVID. And the year before, we did not have one because of, obviously, COVID. So really, it's our first full day of basketball where we can have a full capacity of fans in probably like three years. So uh, looking forward to it. All right, we'll take a timeout and come back with NFL Conference Championship picks with the coach, Ed Young. I'm Matt Hatfield, Richie Somerville as well, and we'll hopefully hear from Dino and or Rister with their picks. I'll tell you how they're kicking our butts in this postseason after we did our right in the regular season. It's all next on ESPN Radio 94.1. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk with Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young on ESPN Radio 94.1. And ESPN Radio 94.1 will have for you the NFC and AFC Championship games tomorrow right here through our friends at Westwood One. NFC Championship game, 2 o'clock, AFC title game at 615 as the Eagles play host to the Niners while the Chiefs play host to the Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs play host to the Cincinnati Bengals uh, after the Eagles and Niners square off. All right, it's time for our pick segment here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk, powered by Larry King Law here on ESPN Radio 94.1. Regular season, Dino Franza was the winner at 58.8%, 10-7-1 on his dogs. Woof, woof, I was right behind at 28, 22-4, 56%. A.J. Risser, who's not here today, 9-9, 50%. Ed Young was 24, 29-1. So far in the playoffs, though, here we are with Dino Franza, 9-1. He is rolling at 90%, 2-0 on his dogs as he has 
had Cincinnati last week to cover. They won outright. He had the Jaguars to cover in a wild card round, super wild card round. They rallied and covered and won outright. Risser is right behind him at eight and two, straight up seven and three against the number. Uh, Ed and I are not doing too hot. I'm six and four against the spread, five and five straight up, three and one against the number last week, two and two straight up. Ed, you last week were two and two straight up, one and three against the spread. I'm one and one on the guarantee picks. You're zero oh and two on your guarantee picks, so you're five and five straight up, four and six against the spread. So at this point, nobody has a chance to beat Dino unless it's our man Richie Somerville, other side of the glass today. And uh, we'll let Dino go first as we say good morning to him here. Uh, you are ninety percent right now. Are you are you looking too good right now with these uh, picks, or are you just staying away from putting any shekels down? Well, I'm, I'm hoping I can stay hot here. It's been a great postseason, uh, and, uh, you know, it's the right time to catch fire, as they say. And uh, speaking of a team that's uh, been on fire, we are talking about the uh, San Francisco 49ers. However, I think uh, their their string of luck is going to run out this week with Brock Purdy. They're chasing history with that rookie quarterback trying to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Philadelphia just looked like uh, world beaters last week against the Giants, and they're laying uh, two and a half points uh, tomorrow afternoon, the first game. And I, I just think Philadelphia is going to win it outright. If you look at San Francisco, they are three and seven in spread bets in their last ten games against the Eagles. I think this one's just got Philly written all over it. I said last week San Francisco's the most complete team, but I, I think that that run is going to end tomorrow in Philly. Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is what's going to happen. Probably I'll get to that. I might pick in a second, but uh, so Dino, you're going with the Eagles to straight up and, and also cover the two and a half. Uh. Uh, yeah, I think they will. I think they'll do both. I think okay. win straight up and cover. It's only two and a half points. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to blow out San Francisco because I don't think that's going to happen. San Francisco's a very good team, obviously, but I, I just think Philly's going to win the game. And Philly's defense no slouch either with Josh Sweat out of Oscar Smith high off the edge with the career best 11 sacks this year. All right, Richie, are you with Dino in accordance here with Philly as well? Yeah, I. Was I'm trying to find every reason to pick San Francisco, but you got to take the factor of the travel on the road. Uh, seventh round rookie quarterback who, listen, great story, and it, and looks like he actually does have the tools to be something in the league. Um, but I I can't get away from something I heard this morning on NFL Network when they were doing some breakdowns of the game last week. Of course, there's been some debate about Christian McCaffrey about his yeah. health for this game. And at the end of the game last week against Dallas, they were not running the ball. They weren't really running the ball very effectively. And obviously, they're playing. They took a step up and playing a defense. Same thing today against or uh, tomorrow actually against uh, the Eagles. And so I've got I've got to take Philly straight up, and I've got to take them covering the two and a half. Yeah, that contusion. I think it went to three actually sometime. Did it? Well, I mean, it was at three, and then I think it's gone back to two and a half. So there was some movement. uh, on that line on Philly. so That half a point has hurt Ed a lot this year as he shakes his head right now thinking about two and a half and three. It's a long story, too, by the way. Uh, contusion of the calf for McCaffrey, and we'll get to Mahomes with his injury in the ankle. Uh, all right, Ed, uh, I'm with you guys, by the way. I'm going Philly minus the two and a half straight up. I'll pick a score of... 20 to 14. I think it's a lower scoring game. So I like the under there. Not like major, major like it, but I like under 46 and a half to be the under like the Niners Dallas game ended up covering. Now, how about you, Ed? Where are you going? You're shaking your head. Are you going to go with the gamble here and take San Fran? Did you leave your heart there in San Francisco? Well, you know, every all you guys jumped on the Philly bandwagon, and I want Philly to win. I hope Philly wins. I'll take San Francisco. I'll be the oddball. Give me San Francisco straight up. You're just going to be different. You don't have any prudent yes, reasoning no for this. No reasons, whatever. I'm All going right. San Francisco straight up. I do think the rookie will get a little mesmerized by the number two defense in the league. 
Philly will have something for him. Um, but I'm only picking, let this be on record, I'm picking San Francisco because all oh, you guys took Philly. You just like to be different. I just want to be By different. By the way, if people this. go opposite you, they've won 31 out of 56 times this year. So they do the opposite of what you say, and it ends up working. They make a little bit of money. All right. Our next game here, Cincinnati in Kansas City. There's also a local connection there with Derek Nottie, who we've had on the show before out of Ocean Lakes High School in Virginia Beach on that defensive line for KC. The Bengals went to Arrowhead last year and had to come back. All right, Dino, what do you think? Bengals, Chiefs here. I'm looking at a number right now of minus one and a half for KC, but this has been bouncing back and forth all week with Mahomes' status really unknown at this point you know they're saying now he doesn't have an injury designation but uh, you know he's not a hundred percent and he's uh you know one awkward hit away from uh, limping around like he did last week i think he's going to be limited uh somewhat with what he can do and if you look at cincinnati they are seven and three in their last 10 against the spread against the chiefs they're getting that point and a half on the road which i really like uh them doing uh, uh with the uh, bengals getting the points plus if you look at joe burrow he's three and oh against patrick mahomes all three games decided by three points so you know this is going to be a close game tomorrow and uh, Joe Burr is also 7-0 and in January. He never lost in the month of January. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm all over Cincinnati in this one. They're going to win it straight up, I think, uh, getting a point and a half. So I take them to cover as a dog. And uh, if you look at the uh, over-under in this game, I'm going to dabble with that. It, okay. uh, right now is currently at uh, 48 up from 47.5 when it opened up. I think it's going to go over tomorrow, Cincinnati and the Chiefs. So I will take the Bengals plus the point and a half uh, to win outright, I think. And uh, I'll take the over 48 in that game as well. Yeah, let's hope we get a shootout in one of these games. I thought that Bills game with the Bengals might be that and it never materialized. How about you, Richie? you with Dino or are you going uh, with KC in this one? Uh I've got to go with Cincinnati now. Okay. Uh, I, I think Mahomes is just going to be kind of a point I didn't make with the 49ers earlier about their lack of a running attack. I don't think that they're going to be able to get, uh, like with the 49ers, I don't think they're going to get too much done in the red zone. I think with Mahomes, it might be difficult for them to really even get into the red zone a lot. So I, I have the feeling that the Bengals are going to have more opportunities to score, more touchdowns. I, I kind of agree with Dino here on the over-under. I'll take uh, Cincy to win and to cover, uh, obviously, with a, being now a point-and-a-half dog on the road. Yeah, I'm with you guys on the over-under for sure. I like the over a lot in that game. Might be my lock of the week. In fact, over 48, 48 and a half, whatever it is, 47 and a half, I'll take. I think it's going to be at least 50, 56 points plus in this game. Uh, so Dino and Richie are going with an Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl right now. Ed has the Niners. Ed, are you going Niners-KC or Niners-Cincinnati-Bengals? In the well, Super Bowl, which would be a reboot of a couple of Super Bowls we had in the '80s, and some of them weren't too good. No, it was that one was pretty good. Montana's Drive. Remember John Candy back at the end zone? That was not a bad Super Bowl. It was all right. John Candy. Remember that whole? Oh, we got to educate that here, Richie. My John God, you remember Candy that? Was Montana a went in the huddle and he said, "Look, there's John Candy." You don't remember that story? Do you know you remember that story, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that was Harris Barton of the 49ers That's told right. that story on NFL Films. He said. About that game-winning touchdown drive, he said at the beginning of it, Joe Montana looked over to the sidelines, and there was John Candy wearing, you know, the, the you know his NFL credentials to be on the sidelines somehow. Well, and he's like, hey, there's That's John Candy. Yeah, now you can't do that tonight because I, John I Candy's like not that. here, and I don't think your kids will know who he is. Okay, but so you're all, the best movies ever, Uncle Buck and Summer Rental. But go so ahead. So all of you are taking Cincinnati. Again. No, I'm actually going to go. Believe it or not, I'll get to my my pick. I'm going with the over, but go with yours. And I'll give uh, okay, yeah. I want Cincy. I hope Cincy. 
But if you guys were all taken um, Cincy, then I'm going to go ahead and pick Kansas City. Oh, so no, I wanted you to go with Cincy. Go ahead. Yeah, now you're going to have to change your pick. No, I'm going to stick with it, but go ahead. You're going to go KC? I'm going to go KC, but I really do want to see Cincinnati win it all, including the Super Bowl. I do want to see them win it all, and I do think the lock is over. All right, we're all in agreement on the over. That's the best play of the week, people. Don't come after us if we're wrong, though. But uh, So Ed wants it to be Eagles-Bengals, but he's going San Fran KC, as confusing as that might sound. I actually think all you guys make good points about Cincy, but I have a funny feeling Mahomes is going to gut this out. Not Maybe not Willis Reed style. I think they're, they're going to step up. And one thing that Alan Fenneca, the former Cox coach and Steelers great pro football Hall of Famer, made a point about last week was the snow being an equalizer for all the backup offensive linemen of Cincy, slowing down the D-line. I think the Chiefs pass rush will come to play here with Chris Jones and Naughty and others and get after Joe Burrow. Remember, they were hammering them pretty good last year before the foot came off the gas in that game. So I think Casey will win a shootout 35 31. Give me the Chiefs to rally this time and win the game with the game-winning drive with Travis Kelsey or maybe Juju Smith. Somebody catching a touchdown with two minutes to go to win it in a shootout. So those are the picks for the NFL Conference Championship games before the we have the Pro Bowl, I think, next week. And then uh, that'll be the end of the regular season, postseason. And we have the Super Bowl to finish things off here. Later Super Bowl than usual here in uh, February. So There you have it. That will conclude today's episode of 757 Saturday Sports Talk. You heard the NFL picks. If you missed any of today's episode, we'll have it up for you on the podcast page later on ESPN Radio 941.com, including the interviews with Philip Sims of Princess Anne High, the new head football coach there, Tommy Riemann of Denby High, their new head football coach, the giveaway and all that good stuff. And next week, Ed will have some basketball, the Virginia Preps Classic, and it'll be February, getting closer to Valentine's Day. High school hoops playoff acts, and then it'll be March Madness. Is this year starting to fly by here in 2023? Sure is. I mean, uh, basketball just seems like we were on Christmas break, and now we're uh, almost two-thirds of the way through. And, of course, regionals will be coming up, state tournament, which is always an exciting time for many teams. And uh, it's all good. Your your prep classic, which is absolutely one of the best in the state, some great matchups. So uh, people got to get out there and take advantage of what's going on. The weather is fine, and that's the last thing I'll say about weather. All right, we ran out of time for our man Keith in Claremont, but I do want to get it out to Keith or someone can get it out to that our buddy Pat Doolin, the AD at Smithfield, did text in to tell Keith to come out on Wednesday. They're hanging the state championship banner from the 2021 team honoring him, and uh, or honoring them, I should say. And he's going to put Keith's name at the gate. So, Keith, they're going to let you in for free. Maybe Doolin will buy you a hot dog and some nachos and stuff. But uh, state championship for that COVID year that Smithfield won the basketball. So going out there Wednesday, they're doing the uh, state championship honoring with the banner. Pretty cool. And if, and if Doolin won't buy it, Keith, Matt Hatfield will, no, so just drop his don't name. Don't be putting my money out there like that. All right, that's going to do it. We thank Richie and Dino and all the guests and the callers. That'll do it for 757 Saturday Sports Talk. Keep it tuned right here to your local sports connection, ESPN Radio 94.1.